going on a quest. Hey, how are you? Hello, Canada. You like the dunk tank? Pop on my glass. Hey, rep, kiss my ass. We messed up. Things got out of hand. Drake's is in bad shape. Don't take my dog away. You, you wearing your rubber boots tonight? <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome to the highly anticipated, by us anyway, Christmas edition of the Rubber Boots Pod. Brought to you by our friends at idrinkcoffee.com and at the Fandom Sports app. Wanted to give you a heads up before all the foolishness begins. We have a really special guest today, and it's Jonathan Pitra, our good friend, the butterfly child. If you don't know Jonathan's story, I really encourage you to Google it, to search it, because it will inspire you. And Jonathan hasn't talked for a long time. It's been going through a heck of a lot, but is doing better. So he's going to join us. I, I know that some people are probably just listening for that interview. If you just want to hear Jonathan, it's about an hour and 10 minutes into the podcast. Uh, if you want to stay along for the rest of it and listen to the idiocy, we welcome that as well. Hit it, Lester. This is Shady's podcast. Shady's Rubber Boots podcast. We're going to sit and relax and tell you all sorts of stories. Talk about life and little sports. You know we're going to play some games. And if nothing else, you know we're going to have a laugh. I don't know if I've ever been more excited about an episode of the Rubber Boots Pod. Uh, mixed emotions, really. Before we get to the good stuff, you should always start with the bad news first. Uh, we were saddened today by the loss of Cousin Sex. The knowledge? <laughs> the knowledge. The hypothetical hip-hop hero, the father of two gambling-addicted sons. Puffy. <laughs> and possum killer. <laughs> possum killer. <laughs> Puffy is not with us today. Uh, because he screwed up after we'd arranged the time of the podcast and forgot he had to take his uh, kids to the Leafs game. We're taping this on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so we're going to check in on Puffy, see how things are going at the Leafs game uh, a little bit later on with him. So we fired him, basically. Long time due. But who cares? It doesn't matter. Because we have so much good stuff here today. Uh, first of all, you know, normally... Puffy's absence would hurt. He is the breakout star of the podcast. But first, we have Bump back for the Christmas episode of the pod. Boom. Thank you. Thank Lester you. is here. Yes. Stoff is here. And ladies and gentlemen, live in studio, Rod Smith, baby. You Are you doing the? You, you don't. Should, should anyone point out that it's me clapping? <laughs> first, first of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get a couple of points clear. Uh, first, I get paid. He's angry. No, I, I get paid extra for this. We agreed, right? Yes, you can and, invoice and, for and this. Secondly, I, 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 where is the masseur? Is it a masseur or masseuse? But uh, I, in our case, it's a masseur. It's a mansour. Yeah. I'll, man I'll be your bump, and I'll be your mansour today. Should we break uh, out the oils? <laughs> <laughs> you can't massage. Christoph, Christoph brought gifts. Can we open the gifts that Christoph bought? Mm. Are we allowed to eat these? What do you got? On the podcast? Do you eat them? Sweet, oh, it's a little collection of baking oh, that awesome. Mrs. Christoph put together for us. What is her name? Yes, indeed. Uh, Nicole. Nicole. Oh, that's great. We're going to have one night, we're going to have a fam. Uh, <laughs> that's acapella. That's Thank fantastic. You know what? Could that's you, what I'm, that's you, why are I'm here. Are you in Pitch Perfect 3? 
What? <laughs> are you pitch perfect radar? Because I'm going to see it, man. Of course you are. That's right, right up here. Did your... you say Mrs. Christoph? I'm all about Mrs. the pitch perfect That's movies, awesome, man. They're amazing. Those are on in my house at all times. Yeah. I play them in my house all times, not my daughter's. I'm so sick of those things. Next to say, it's better than say yes to the dress, which is the other thing which is always on in my house. But so you're going to three, or you'll be lining up opening night for Pitch Perfect three? Not opening night, but we are. You're a big dance singing family, aren't you? So apparently, there are some people at the dance studio that want. There's me and another father that love the movies, and uh, they want to watch. There's like dancers at our old studio that want to. uh, Come watch you Come guys. Watch us. Watch, watch you watch per- the movie. Watch Pitch Perfect three. <laughs> Will you be wow. like up and dancing in your seat? You are a dancer. You are a great I, I dancer. Would, I am. You are a dancer. We saw yeah, that at I'm Grey a Cup. dancer. You saw it at Grey Cup. Um, <laughs> I will be dancing. I, I missed that night, by the way, and I'm very jealous. Yeah. yeah they had we, a dance competition. We yes. had a couple. We had a couple of good nights, though. Yeah, you oh, see, yeah. the problem was that I got in later in the yeah. week, and you'd done your damage a, by all accounts. Had a couple of late nights. Or early mornings, depending on your point. Like how, what was the latest you went to bed at Grey Cup, Rod Baby? Uh, might have been around... What's the hour between four and six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I had a couple of five o'clock ones there. Well, that's I believe bump, actually. That's for, what we want to yeah, hear, though. We had one where we uh, found out later we kept Chris Cuthbert awake. He was in a nearby hotel room. And he wasn't shaking hands with anyone early that week because he had a cold and he didn't want to pass it around. I saw him at the awards, which you did such a fantastic job hosting. I thought I'd Thank fly you. that in. Blah, I get blah, more blah. money for that, too. Yes, right? you do. And, <laughs> and um, saw Chris and just, force a habit, shook his hand. And uh, then I remembered as I was shaking, I thought, wait a minute, I heard you weren't shaking hands. And classic CC humor said, I'm willing to make an exception for you <laughs> because you kept me up for an hour and a half last wow. night. As Jamie Bump and I were doing, sorry. No okay. one knows. No one knows, Bump. <laughs> Damn it. Um, the secret's out. That we were doing a Bane off. Yeah. And like, right. you know, talking so about... Ba- oh, can he Bane too? Oh, yeah. I can Bane yeah. too. A little bit. Okay. So... Anyway, well, he's better. You know what? We, we, well, you know, we've, we, we've done it on the show. It's tiresome, but I mean... No, we, it's not tiresome. It's not tiresome. You're it's not tiresome. It's starting to get tiresome. But anyway. <laughs> it will never get tired. Anyway, imagine... <laughs> and it was loud. We were so loud. A few other people in the room were saying to us, keep your voices down. You know what I like? We're not loud. <laughs> no, you can. The one thing about Rod Baby, he can put in a shift. There was last year when we went to Ottawa for the Eastern Final, Roddy. It was. Um, I met Roddy at the pub at about maybe nine, and uh, we left. Now was that AM or PM? PM. Okay. <laughs> uh, we left together another pub at I would say two AM. But Roddy had been at the first pub since noon. No, but 2.30. 2.30? Felt like noon. (laughs) Roddy can put in a shift. Um, Lots more from Roddy ahead and from Bump and Lester. Uh, What else to, uh, as you heard in the intro, a very excited Jonathan Pitra. Uh, We thought for Christmas, this is our Christmas pod. Uh, Jonathan hasn't been well enough, frankly, to do interviews for a long time. And uh, I think I've said on this pod before how inspirational he is to me. And I think all of us, if you, oh. have, if you haven't seen The Butterfly Child, the documentary we did several years ago, uh, look it up on YouTube. Um, he just, he's an incredible What an inspiring kid. young man. As inspiring as, as it gets. And yeah. as is his mother, Tina, who's yeah. gone through hell uh, for, for a lot of years. But Jonathan's doing great. We're going to talk to him at the end of the pod. And on top of that, as if Bump... Rod Baby, Jonathan Pitcher, weren't enough. 
we have the highly anticipated, at least by me and Lester, nobody else basically, because <laughs> everybody else has forgotten about it. Nobody else even remembers The this. release, the world premiere yes. of the new, soon-to-be hit single, the Rubber Boots Guy song. So Rubber that's, Boots that, Guy song. That's coming uh, just moments from now. But I thought, uh, you know, we'd make broadcasting history in here. The Rod Smith recap has been a staple of the show since it began it's become the runaway most popular segment of the show. Last week was, frankly, depressing. It, it was Rod had hit rock bottom. His uh-huh. world, his world had crumbled around him. I had to stop listening for a little while. No, I, just, I, lay, it, I, I laid in bed all, you know what all mean? night you, after you, I listened you, to that. You, you, you try bathing in Chardonnay, watching old CFL panels and Helen Mirren movies 24 hours a day. See if you like it. It was awful. <laughs> it, 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 was a, it was a hard time for all of us, but uh, we, well, we'll see what happened next. So what we're going to try to do, this is very difficult, particularly for Stoff, mm-hmm. and a lot of pressure on Rod Baby, who is the franchise, so he should be able to pull this off. We're going to try to do the Rod Smith recap live. Live, first time ever on the pod. So these cookies are amazing. <laughs> nobody can sidetrack a show like you. I'm the best. I'm surprised he's back. I told him so. Here he did. He did. Tell me <laughs> Let me sample one of these. Hold on. Is it is like a chocolate oatmeal? Is a little. What are the tangy little pieces of red in there? They're candy cane, right? All right. Yeah, I think there's some sort of decorative. Oh my thing gosh. Here. They are fantastic. To prove this, everyone Sorry, else is eating. I'm, I've, you know, I have Alzheimer's already. What's her name again? Nicole. 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 Thank you. From yeah, Nicole, my get her own segment. To prove this is live, should Rod <laughs> Baby be cooking with Nicole? Sound, sound like he has food live in his on the mouth. pod. That's great. Tell it. Cooking live on the pod while yeah. Stoff is producing. Yes. And we eat it at Just the end. Just to make it even harder for you. <laughs> <laughs> She'll cook on the on the soundboard. <laughs> She'll, it'll be like a walk. Well, it's about to get heated. All right, are you ready, Rod? Baby, or are you going to have one more, one more bite of a cookie first? Could Nicole send these to the compound? <laughs> yeah, we'll have it arranged. Hey, I'll you, wait. I'll wait for your cue. We're not we're not letting Nicole anywhere near the compound. <laughs> All right, so uh, Stoff, you can cue Rod, baby. Uh, this is the Rod Smith recap from episode thirteen. Life. I'm back, baby. It's a Christmas miracle. After my depression confession last week, let's just say it was all aboard Rod Smith Baby's sympathy seduction train. Turns out sad, lonely Roddy might just be the hottest Roddy of them all. (laughs) I now have seven lovely new personal attendants and four flight attendants, all sharing the guest house. It's like episode three of every season of The Bachelor, except with more hot tub and less guilt. Roddy doesn't have to send anybody home. So yeah, I'm Rod Smith Baby 2.0, and ready to do two things Roddy does best, voice and invoice. (laughs) In episode 13, Dear Serious Lester dealt with the issue of workplace bullying. Dear Serious Lester, I work with a guy who wants to fight me every day at 3 o'clock by the bike rack. What you gonna do, Strombo? You gotta beat John Rambo. <laughs> Time for you to go on offense. Uh, get gas, get jacked, and kick ass. Yeah. Nice. I the back rack. <laughs> but maybe chat with HR first. Puffy and Duffy once again showed off their amazing ability to never forget a name. You know the Vandivas? 
Twins. I think you screwed that name up. No, what is it? Vinkle Vinkelwin? Vinkelwins? 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 I think. The rowers on Facebook? Vinkelwins. I think it's Vinkelwins. We could probably look it up right now, maybe. Vinkel Boss. I think I said that in there, didn't I? Maybe. Maybe. One of our devoted fandom segment listeners pitched a brilliant idea for a surefire hit animated show. I'm picturing Rod Smith with diapers on. Rod Smith as a baby with a human face. Yeah. With his ears still growing. His head and ears still growing. (laughs) How are those fries? (laughs) That's the way he talks. That's his catchphrase. Ooh, Roddy Likey. He smells a 12-season run and eight-figure syndication dollars. And finally, Duffy revealed how he made Stan Peters head coach Dave Dickinson cry during an interview. But really, when you're not there for your daughter and she's screaming for you, lying in bed saying, where's daddy? <laughs> Wait, that could be my daughter. Pending test results. 1999 Sarah Orleski. She needs me. I'm going to go to that fake mansion in that fake town and save my fake daughter from that fake sleazeball. Hold on. It's like the door. I'm just going to go get the studio door. Hold on a second. What the hell? You don't have to come fake rescue me, Rod Daddy. I fake escaped. And I'm home. Yes! Brilliant. Wow! This is like live theater. This My is exciting. My ears are better for that. That was fantastic. <laughs> it really was. This was like who did the the War of the Worlds uh, when they did it live on radio in the 30s? Or everybody thought aliens were invading. Yes, yes, I yes. think that that is probably mm-hmm. this is probably the second greatest piece of live yeah. audio theater that we've wow. ever had. Thank you. It was just well, an enjoyable. I told you experience. do it in one take. Yeah. It's great <laughs> to have you back so to good. where great you to be belong. Back. Thank I, you. It's you know, we didn't want to. We didn't want you to spend Christmas in the dumps. Mm-hmm. And so Roddy's got his mojo back. Sarah Orleski, 1999, is back in his life. So now, mm-hmm. who knows? Well, he's going to have to balance fatherhood mm-hmm. with... Invoicing? Well, there there's, there's still is the matter of Emilio, though. And, uh, and by the way, I, I did enjoy Emilio and Dr. Phil. Although I was really disappointed when I heard Emilio interject saying... I trust no. I don't even trust Rod Smith, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was behind. <laughs> that hope. hurt. Yeah, that, that cut it me. Hurt. That cut me deep. I, I just feel as valuable a character as he was, and as important as he was in your existence. That uh, you know, he couldn't always be. Emilio didn't want to be the stereotypical. You know, just a, a man's personal attendant the whole time. He was True. destined he for evolve. bigger things. So I was going to pitch an idea at Grey Cup, though, of uh, angry Uncle Ricardo, who okay. was basically sick and tired of Emilio working for this guy. Something like Emilio's uncle. Yeah, just uh, Emilio. Why you work for that bastard? Oh. You should be running the compound, not him. He should be like Maybe. a Spanish Bane, though. Can you do a Spanish <laughs> Bane? That'd be awesome. Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> you should sue him for everything he does. <laughs> so that's Uncle. Bane Ricardo. Ricardo, yeah, Uncle Bane Ricardo. Okay. I was thinking in your last story that we could make angry Chris Cuthbert a character. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Be, you know what? He That'd was He awesome. was very calm, though. CC's always calm. Because I apologize. You know me. I was very apologetic after that. And he was, nah, no problem. So no more problem. like a serial killer well, Chris Cuthbert yeah, type character. Yeah. Of course, it was Tuesday night, not Saturday night. Saturday night, I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I, you've heard the story of Ryan Rashog uh, waking me up the night before the draft. So, you know, the draft is a, 
used to be. <laughs> Half my conversations have to start with used to be. The draft used to be a, a major um, event in my year. It was a, you know, it's a big day. It's a big show. You have to, not quite the Grey Cup, but it's a big day. And so the night before the draft in, I want to say Pittsburgh, I think, one of the last ones I did as host, uh, 4 a.m., maybe 3.45, the phone rings. And I'm, I'm in the middle of deep sleep. And I got to sleep late that night. I was having trouble sleeping for some reason. I pick up the phone. It's the front desk. Uh, just your wake-up call, Mr. Duthie. And I said, what? It's your wake-up call. And I was mad. <laughs> I said, I didn't ask for a wake-up call. And they said, oh, yes, you did. You just got in 20 minutes ago. And, or, a half, or you got in about an hour ago, sorry. And uh, you asked us to wake up in an hour. And I said, well, what do I look like? And you say, oh, you're tall, about 6'2". And I figured out very... I knew it was one of two people, Drager or Rashad. (laughs) Figured out really quickly it was Rashad. And uh, so then I was so mad because I, you know, I love the hijinks and Rashad is great at it. And I'll pull pranks too, but not the night before. No, not when you're on air that day. No, no, no. And so that was one of the few times I was really mad at him. So I pulled him aside in the rink that day and we had a good heart to heart. (laughs) Just stay down. (laughs) I got this. (laughs) And and, and was he contrite or was he? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. He was. Because he knew, you know, I think he knew he'd cry. But he was too, like, he didn't have as big a day at the draft. I think he just had to do a couple of interviews. So he went out, tied one on really hard. And I don't even think he really remembered what he'd done. He just thought it was really funny. And in retrospect, now I can laugh about it. But that day I was, I was pretty bitter. So uh, all sorts of new possibilities for characters in uh, January when the Rod Smith recap uh, resumes. Uh, lots more ahead from Roddy here, but uh, let's get to our second world historic premiere. So when we started this podcast and... Uh, the listeners wanted it called the Rubber Boots Podcast, which really made no sense. And I thought at times about changing the name because there are people who have told me in marketing that it holds us back a little bit because people have no idea what the hell it is. And so they won't listen to something called the Rubber Boots Podcast. And my answer to that is always, I don't give a crap. I'm doing it for Bump and, and Roddy and, and whoever. Um, <coughs> if you haven't listened for those... <laughs> Again... <laughs> And you are? Um, <laughs> Just kidding. This is hilarious. <laughs> it does it every time. It's awesome. Sorry. I, so let me say it again. For Bump and Roddy and Stoff and whoever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best bit on the pod That's that Lester is completely funny. ignored. But he won't be for long because he's a main part of this next thing. So uh, anyway, we don't care. Uh, so it's going to be called the Rubber Boots Podcast for now anyway. For those who started listening, I'm not going to explain the whole thing again, but a guy used to call me in my old days at CJOH Sports and ask me if I was wearing my rubber boots and do I like the dunk tank. And that story I told on the Jay and Dan podcast, and it led to this being called the Rubber Boots Podcast. So we don't talk about it much, and we won't. But we wanted some way to honor that guy so his memory would live on, and so perhaps it would make sense to listeners what the hell was going on. So... I don't know. Lester, you and I have done a lot of dumb things, right? Yes. Yes. Like all, a lot all, of all initiated by you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, but you've been a very big creative aspect of them. We've done a lot of dumbass things. Yes, we have. I don't know what the dumbest ass thing we've done, but we've done a lot of dumbass things here during our time at TSN. Mm-hmm. I think this is the dumbest ass thing we've ever done. Uh, 
Um, you know what? It's up there for sure. Okay. It's, it's up there. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. My my favorite probably still is probably Puck Over Glass. Okay. Yeah. But that made some. There was some semblance to Puck Over Glass, and it was an actual song you sang, so oh, it yeah. sounded great. That was oh, yeah. awesome. That was oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's no, but I just mean I'm just like it was risky. Yeah. But like, this this makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, no. Unless you've heard the Rubber Boots Guy story, you can go on and maybe you should pause this right now if you haven't heard it and go listen to episode one, not from season two, from season one, so you know what I'm talking about. So without further ado, um, Lester and I put together something called um, the Rubber Boots Guy song, and here is the world premiere. Hey. How are ya? I got a question that I really wanna ask ya. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wait in the water Just don't fall in Don't fall in, don't fall in, don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? At the fair Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please, somebody. (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Again, uh... You were, you were two very talented individuals. The, mu- the musical Dude. genius of Lester and say, always, always. Thank you. So, you, should, you should give yourself more credit there, James. You, <laughs> you, you wrote those lyrics. That melody is all you. I just put the, I just put the music around it. Yeah. Credit. There's a fine line to that word. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jimmy, you could do the Seth MacFarlane thing, who's known more for the comedic side and everything else, animation, whatnot. Right. But, you know, and then he's... Right. 
he's he's releasing albums now. He is seriously <laughs> That's right. He's, he's like he's a got, jazz oh, yeah, he, or he, he, he's more, you know. I could see the evolution of Jimmy. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's the that's the name of the album right there. <laughs> the, the, evolution, the evolution, the evolution of, Jimmy. of Jimmy. So my the only people that really heard that song, uh, my my family, my kids because when I was working on it I don't know if you anybody with you but they sing it all the time and that's, that's awesome. what I wanted is something that was catchy oh it's very catchy so my goal really for our listeners is for this song to haunt them <laughs> <laughs> so so that they don't necessarily like it but no. they always sing it yes so what we're going to do is play it at the end of every podcast nice so that'll be our theme song but we won't bother you with a full two minutes and a half or whatever it is at the beginning we'll just play it at the end of every podcast so if that's you don't want to listen to it fine if you do, great. If I could just picture the album cover, and it's just, it's a faceless man, um, and all you see are rubber boots and an open trench coat. There is a, a little creepy side yeah. to all of this. Oh, no, it's very creepy. But do, yeah. do you, you like the dunk tank? <laughs> I do. You've never answered that question. I do, I do like the dunk tank. And, and by the way, forgive me if you've told this story before, but I know you did news at CJOH, and of course you did sports. Did you do weather for a time? I mean, is this why he was asking you? No, he he he. I could I could see him asking a weather guy. No, this, no, this sports. See, he, he just oh. the sports phone number was in the phone book, and he would call <laughs> us. In the phone I think he was just a lonely <laughs> guy who was infatuated wow. with with rubber boots, and he really wanted. He really really hoped in his dream was that I would put my rubber boots. And it wasn't just me, Carolyn Waldo, who was a sportscaster there. Yeah. he would call her too. So it wasn't yeah. that he was infatuated with me. He just wanted. Or, the, or, or so you like to think. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted somebody to wear rubber boots and put them up on the de- the anchor desk at night. So uh, I miss the rubber boots guy, and uh, there he'll live in infamy. We're hoping to get that show on um, the launch, the highly oh, yes, anticipated. Yes, song, yes. Yeah, where they're, you know, it's like, the, it's like American <laughs> Idol. Is that Shania Twain's pick? Shania Twain's show. Alicia Cara. Yeah, that's what I asked her about, yeah. and she seemed, she seemed keen on it. Yeah. After her security removed me. <laughs> you imagine that? That would be a great episode of The Lodge if, let, if we're on there. Wow. And now, the Rubber Boots Guy song. <laughs> Shania's got to critique it at the end. Alicia Cara. Do you like the dunk tank? Uh, anyway, that's the world premiere of the Rubber Boots Guy song. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't enjoy it, I hope it's still stuck in your head. Yes. <laughs> That's all we want. You suckers. I thought maybe, I like the tune of that song so much that maybe we'll write a real song, like with the real, like a lyrics to that tune at some point. Sure. You know? Sure. Do you want to make love to me tonight? Rod Smith, baby, in the candlelight. <laughs> you know, something like that? I like that? it. I like it. Um, anyway. So there is no the end to your song. genius. I have some plans. I have some <laughs> yeah. plans. I'm not even going to tell you, James. I'm just going to anyway, do stuff. Should we call? Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead, Rod. Available on iTunes, though? Uh, oh crap! Yeah, you know what we should do? What should we do? Um, <laughs> hey, listen, I was just kidding. <laughs> once again, I, I didn't. I didn't think of this. Is it on iTunes? I have put it on. Okay, iTunes. so here's what we're going to do during the holidays. We're going to take a break after this pod for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get it on iTunes. Can we okay. get it on yeah, iTunes? Yeah, we can. And then what we'll do is we'll ask our listeners. To, I don't know the way the iTunes works, but I'm guessing it's like a hour by hour chart sort of thing of what's buying. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll ask all our listeners. What is it? 90, 99 cents to buy a song sure, on iTunes. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll ask. Actually, all, no. It's a buck twenty nine now. We'll ask all it's of our on. listeners to buy the song at the exact same time. So maybe just for like one hour. It'll sneak into like the top 100. It, 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 it gets a bump. Eh? Yeah. Right. I get the bump bump. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, forgive me. I don't know how iTunes works, but can you, and, and I'm not criticizing the song. It's great. 
Um, but can you just get anything? Like, could I, like my version of Puffy's Hypotheticals, yes. could I put that on yes, iTunes? Yes, you could. Puffy's Hypotheticals, who really gives a crap? All the ladies want to hear is the Rod Smith recap. Blah, 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 blah. Roddy is the best. The best. I'd buy the hell out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how it worked. You can just put stuff on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll try and synchronize that. I mean, I don't know that our listeners will pay the buck twenty five. We might be better off. But you know, let's say if if two hundred people bought the song in the same hour or something, then. You could sneak onto the charts, couldn't you, you maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Of course I, you I have could. no idea. Of course you could. <laughs> I have Thanks. no idea. Thanks, Bump. <laughs> I'm uh, taking over for Let's Puffy, put this right? Way. So. If I had known that, I would have done that a long time ago. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Should we call Puffy? See what, call Puffy. See what he's doing? Yeah, let's call Puffy. All right, let's call Puffy. Puffy, how is the hockey game going? What's going on? Leafs, uh, what's William Nylander doing? Tell me all about it. It should be so exciting. Right now, my five-year-old is huddled over the toilet throwing up. What? Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is he like... Um... Did he lose a big bet last night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. That was on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Austin, correct? Austin is, yeah. He's he's uh, dropped from 45 pounds to 27. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. He will make weight, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you didn't go to the game. You were supposed to take your kids' hockey team to the game today. Yeah, and they're like they had like a team chat with Shanahan. They've had everything. It's been unbelievable. I missed it all. So really, was, you could have done the pod then. Twenty miles, twenty miles at the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me in the last two weeks you missed TFC's championship game yes. because your wife had a work thing, and now you've yes. missed a huge special day at the, the least anniversary <laughs> because your son is sick. Yes, do not have children. Uh, you're or, good, you're or get married. Amen to that. Yeah, you're a good dad, Puff. Yeah, I'm a lot of dad. The hero gets thrown around, but... Yeah. Is I he huddled around the toilet like Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers? He's, he's actually, you know, Can I'm he, a kneeler, but he's a stander. Is he? So he yeah, didn't maybe say, it's because he's really short. You want to do something for me? <laughs> can, you, can you? Can you get me a 7-Up? Do you, kid? Why don't you go get me a 7-Up, Okay. <laughs> can you kiddo can no, you? nobody quotes the films like Bob. uh puffy you've missed a lot we did the rod smith recap live it was historic Brilliant. oh with sound ups and everything sound ups and everything wow and um let's just say it was rather upbeat as compared to last week we premiered the world premiere of the rubber boots guy song which you'll have to oh. listen to I can't wait to listen. It it's been, fantastic. I think, universally around the table, we're calling this the best episode ever. <laughs> yeah. And the cookies that Christoph's wife uh, made yeah, for you. Really good cookies. I enjoyed them very really much. I'm missing everything. Yeah. We brought baking in. Bump is actually in your seat. Yeah, I am. Oh, that son of a... He's been great so far. Yeah, your ass print is like right into this thing. Too. We did a segment called Bumps Hypotheticals. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, it was a ride. Hey, 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 hey Puffy. Yes. By the way, I just uh, I wasn't trying to take advantage of you not being here, but thanks for the use of your parking spot today. Oh, I, I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> so, Please uh, don't take the angry note seriously. When, it wasn't personal. Was it? When you dressed me down in the hallway. No, I didn't. <laughs> Hold on didn't a second. Know, I didn't know it was you. Hold on a second. Let's quickly. A couple of weeks ago, we told the story about how Dan O'Toole had parked in Gino Retta's spot. Yes. Gino had blocked him in. I think the day after we taped that podcast, the the day, no, no, the the day. Okay, so we you left the podcast. Yeah, you tell the story, Puff. 
And then we were walking down the hall, and I see Rod Smith, and that wasn't good because I knew I was in Rod Smith's parking spot. <laughs> I assumed after the Grey Cup run he had, he would have been gone till the mid-February. <laughs> well, if only it worked that way. Anyway, so you He's parked in the next in, Monday morning. So you parked in his spot, and uh, yeah. there was uh, an angry, an angry note, angry note on your car. What it does wasn't it say? That yeah. Angry. I think you had four exclamation points. <laughs> That's a lot of exclamation. Was it all in caps? <laughs> it was like, it do probably, not it, park it, here it was ever. In caps. Yeah, it was in caps. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like when you send someone a text if it's all in caps with exclamation marks. <laughs> yeah, you're not messing around. My dad sends all emails in caps. <laughs> so it's like he's yelling at me all the time. <laughs> Why did you put that in as a dad? But that's because he doesn't know where the cap lock key is. <laughs> he's um, like over six I'm just with the uh, to to give to give Rod Baby a little bit of credit, that's the way I handle. I, I don't have the balls to to block somebody in like Bobby Mack does or like Gino yeah. does. I will I will write the note. I will take the long piece of full scap out of the printer <laughs> and say, "Get your own damn parking spot." Much like Roddy did. I actually have a photo of you two meeting and Puffy ex- <laughs> uh, explaining <laughs> the situation to you, which I will post on the Rubber Boots Pod well, Instagram account because it was a moment. And if I, in fairness to me, if I'd known it was our boy Puff, I, I didn't know whose car it was. I had a fancy new ride, so... Yeah, you had a... Yeah, I was sure that... Like, I didn't know who that was, but I, yeah. I certainly didn't think it was your car, so... Yeah. Apologies if it uh, if it oh, came no, across no. as a little. Was, too. Was, I guess it was my bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Puffy, I know you got to get back to your kid. Uh, we you know we we've missed you here. This is the first episode I believe you've ever missed of the pod. Exactly. Yeah, um, the first one. Yeah, I mean Lester. Uh, Lester's missed a few, but we had never noticed. But um, <laughs> he said your name. I know. Imagine <laughs> that. Oh, so uh, did, now you don't have a hypothetical or anything for us today for Christmas. No, I, I I did not think uh, of one. Okay, no well, problem. I got. I, got I one. usually do my most of my hypotheticals while in the seat. All right. Okay. That's oh. true. He does. Uh, Rod has one. Sorry. Well, what if what if there was a guy that like a coworker you were with and was extremely loyal and really contributed, and yes. then he he got sick or his kid got sick, and so yeah. somebody else came in. Yeah. And was willing to do it and did a pretty good job and was willing to do it for half the money. Mm-hmm. So what would the what would the the boss of the uh place podcast maybe? Um Do you want well, me to vote? Yeah, well what would what would he do? What would you yeah, do? I, I, well, like would you would you would you say to the other guy who's been loyal for like a year and a half, two years, sorry, sorry, you've been you've been bumped. Yeah. For for a billion dollars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally bumped. Uh, literally. You should uh, change your uh, Twitter handle to our boy Wally Pip. Oh, wow. Oh, nasty. See what happens, Puffy? Nasty. I tell you, can, you what. You can still come to the Masters, though, buddy. That's all that matters. We'll do one of these uh, from the World Juniors. Uh, we'll do another hotel room edition uh, where you can uh, come back and the return of Cousin Sex could be our entire storyline, okay? <laughs> Sounds good. Knowledge. Good, boys. Should, should you want to put Austin on the line and see if we can... Austin, do you want to say hi to the guys? Could he throw up hi. live on? Hey Austin. hey, Austin. Austin, how many times have you thrown up so far? How many times have you thrown up? 10 or 11. Oh, oh, you poor guy. You know what, Austin? Oh. You, you know what you should have right now? Have a huge plate of spaghetti and like a big bottle of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's all. It'll make you feel a lot better, all right? And yeah. then go in Mommy's new sheets <laughs> and have a nap in there, all right? Okay. Okay, Austin, hey, you get Aust- better, okay, buddy? Austin, Austin, okay. is Daddy a funny guy? Is he funny? Am I funny? Yes. My kids would say no. Austin, <laughs> quickly, one more thing, one more thing. 
Will the Ravens cover this weekend? The spread's uh, <laughs> three and a half. Will the Ravens win their bet? Yes. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm putting down my life savings on that, Austin. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, Austin Puffy and Puffy Puffy from the Puffy family. See you, buddy. See you, Pip. See you later. Good to know they're doing all right. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, what would have been great is if he was actually throwing up during the pod and Puffy was yelling at him to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do a phone conversation If Puffy here. really cared about the pod, he would call in during that just for yeah. to give us some yeah. fresh sound, oh, as we like uh, to call it in the business. Even better reason not to bring him back. Uh, what do you want to do now? <laughs> Let's do uh, Ask Your Serious Lester. Yes. Um, oh. now the, Are you using the bongos again? Uh, no djembe this year, this week. I actually I no thought, what? whatever, no, no djembe. Was Wasn't Jembe. that the name of the the guy on uh, Major League? Yeah, Jembe. Jembe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do this. We're gonna. You guys are gonna. Help guy who had the shrine. That is. <laughs> what was his God's name? Jembe. <laughs> no, it's Serrano. No, Joe Boo. Joe Boo. Pedro Serrano. Serrano. I was thinking Serrano. Never mind. It was Joe Boo. Joe Jembe is that game. That board. That board game. No, that's Jenga. Jenga. That's Jenga. Let's just keep going. Isn't it the stew from New Orleans? No, it's that. It's that smoothie Jemba? place. Jembe juice. Oh, it is. No, that's <laughs> yeah. jungle juice. Oh no, jumba juice. Jumba juice. Jumba juice. juice. Jumba. Jungle juice. Um, uh, it's time for ask your serious Lester. Hey kids, is something bothering you? Don't despair. I tell you what you can do. If you've got a problem, don't let it fester. Pick up that pen. And right, dear serious Lester. See, we used the version. We, uh, yes. we we tanked the version from last week and put it in there. Recorded it, baby. Smart. Very All right. Smart. So, uh, ask your serious Lester this week. Um, we thought we'd do a Christmas Christmassy theme to ask nice. your serious Lester. So, this is from Andrew Chan, uh, dear serious Lester. Hashtag. And by the way, any problems you have, send us at uh, at Rubber Boots Pod on Twitter or on Instagram, and with use the hashtag dear serious Lester. We'll try to solve your problems here on the pod. Uh, how should one handle the "you don't have to get me anything" bluff oh, for Christmas? So it's kind of a Christmas, uh, Christmas, Christmas ladies kind of question. Okay. So, as you know, dear serious Lester answers all questions in song, and he has to kind of wing it at the time. Okay. So, oh, you're going a cappella? We're going. You're, you're, you're you guys going to do help a beatbox? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Can Bane do a beatbox? <laughs> boom, shaboom, boom, shaboom. <laughs> okay. I need a... Uh, what do you uh, need? A? Come on. Oh. Uh, you don't have to get me anything. Means that you don't have to get me anything. But you better. Lots of people in the world suffering. That's you if you don't get me anything. <laughs> That is well done. Brilliant. Standing ovation from oh, Bump. Thank you, thank you. I thought thank we you. carried the beat very well you did, you for did, you four did, white guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been real awkward if we were like, what? <laughs> we're the backup singers. <laughs> we're the backup singers. Tell you, Stop does amazing work to correct all that. Yes, he does. He's going to have to auto-tune our clapping. <laughs> Okay, so very good advice because whenever she says you don't have to get me anything, it never means you don't, you don't have, have to, to get me anything. Yeah. You better get me something. Has anyone ever done that? Have you guys ever fallen for the you don't have to get me anything? And yes, and and I then have. really, and then you get the like yeah. this. 
Little, it, with it your was wife? subtle. Yeah, it was subtle. She didn't just say, "Well, I really meant you had to," <laughs> but there was like kind of little hints, and I'm like, "Didn't talk to you for a few days." Then don't say you don't get me something. Be direct. Yeah. No, I agree. That's we love our ladies, but mm-hmm. that's a game that should not be yeah, played. No. Don't play so, games. All our lady listeners, stop that. Quit right? Just say, "I want some." That's what she's games saying. My heart. Is that boy? Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I'm it telling was, you. Nice. Bump is underrated. Radio. The next Very song good. we record, he's well, going to be involved in that right somehow. Nice. Uh, that's Ask Your Serious well, Lester. We need a sponsor for that segment. Really got to get that going. Nice. I'll work on that in January. Hashtag Ask Your Serious Lester. Ask us your questions and we'll answer them on the next pod. Um, let's do the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel We're just trying to keep going on this pod because Rod has to do Sports Center. We're just not. No, I'm not doing here. Sports Center today. Oh, you, you came know, and dressed came just in, for us. Well, yeah, I. I so you, you, have, have, you have no cutoff Why time. Why did I tell you? Um, well, and I brought some other articles of clothing too because I thought this studio was going to have a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> going to have a masseuse. I made anyway. that mistake so the, the other, first time I came into my so bathing suit, and I was like, uh, uh, so the other clothes will stay in the bag and the towel. Uh, but no, I, no I, I was doing Plays of the Week. So, oh, okay. Then, yeah. So you um, tape, that show's not live. Uh, plays of the Week? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. Anyway. That's, as you said, that's classic Rod Smith, baby, because you come in and, you know, uh, rattle off about five or six leads and then... Invoice, baby. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's like talking crusty. Hey, hey. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah. All right, you Poindexters. Let's get this right. One. Hey, hey, kids, I'm talking crusty. Two. Hey, hey, here comes Sideshow Mel. Again, here comes Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. Three. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. Learn from a professional kid. I didn't really have anything for the week that was. I just enjoyed that theme, and I thought because it was Christmas, we'd, we'd, we'd throw all of our segments together. Here's one for you, though. This morning, before I came in to do the fine podcast, I had to go see my finger doctor. Uh, from episode, I don't know what That's episode it was, when I, when I busted my finger. Mm-hmm. So, um... He is a, he's, a, four. he's a hand surgeon or whatever, a finger surgeon, right? That's what I thought he was. So I booked my appointment to go see him. And it turns out he's a plastic surgeon. I guess the finger surgeons are plastic surgeons. Really? So this building that he's in is the full plastic surgery place. Mm-hmm. It says plastic surgeon. <laughs> so Jimmy goes in and sits down in the waiting room. There's like 15 people in the waiting room. And I can tell there's about three guys and maybe 12 ladies and I can, you know how you know when the people do recognize you? So there's maybe three of them that recognize me. Happens to me all the time. The ladies or the women? (laughs) Uh, Maybe uh, two of the guys and one of the ladies. You know, the lingering stares. Well, Rod gets those and he doesn't know if they're TV or just, you know, people he's been with in the past. (laughs) 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 But uh, so now I'm starting to get paranoid because you're in a plastic surgery clinic and there's no, nothing on my finger. So I can see them eyeing me going, what is he in for? He's lipoing that face. (laughs) Or he's getting 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 Botox of some degree. (laughs) Got to stay young in this business. Right. Right. And then I can see actually that it's reversed. The one guy who clearly has recognized me, and he's in like a Buffalo Bills jacket, he's getting really fidgety. Because he's looking at it the other way going, oh, God, the TSN dude's in here, and I'm having my plastic surgery today. (laughs) Right, he's, he's going to broadcast it next time he's on. Right, and so, 
That's right. <laughs> he's going to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Hey, well, you know what? It made the podcast, so in a way, he's right. That's Damn right. It. That's right. So, so I, um, I go in, like I have about a three-minute appointment with the guy talking about my finger, and he checks me out and says, come back and see me in three months. And I leave, and the guy in the Buffalo Bills jacket follows me. <laughs> and he goes, hey, hey, I just wanted you to know it's my hand. I got a hand problem. <laughs> So he felt compelled to. So maybe he's a listener. Maybe that's a rubber boots guy. (laughs) So did he have his rubber boots on? It just a complete stranger felt the need to follow me to the elevator to tell me that he wasn't having liposuction or a tummy tuck or something or whatever it may be. Something happened to me today before the pod. I almost didn't make it to the pod. What happened? I got locked in my basement. So. This morning. How does I that go, wait? How does that happen? How do you get so locked it? in your basement? So, here, so basement I go downstairs to get a shirt for my wife that's hanging on her dry rack. And I close the door. I come back up, turn it. It's not opening. It's not turning. The spring in the door had busted. So the, all my all my family is upstairs. So I'm like banging on the door yelling and the dog's just barking at me. <laughs> that I hate. I hate the dog. And it's just barking at me. And I'm like, at least go get me somebody. And they, so they couldn't get me out. So I tried, I tried to, we took the doorknob off, couldn't get the jam in. The door jam was uh, stuck. So my brother-in-law had to come out, take the door off. And then I was free. Sorry, how did they find you? Because oh, there were people in the house. Yeah, there yeah. were people. One of the, I, I heard my one daughter and I. I wish nobody was home because and then she'd lock you down there because then it would well, be like. One point, and, you, and you spent Christmas in your basement. Yes. <laughs> and no one even cared to ask yeah. where you were. I know. Yeah. And they found yeah. the body like five months five later. Five months later. Decomposed. Yeah. That would be a Dateline episode. Be. With is, your buddy. Is, we have uh, Keith Morrison. Keith hold Morrison. on, hold on. <laughs> Did he really get locked in the basement? Or was it something more sinister? When <laughs> Dateline returns. <laughs> what is, was it his angry daughter, Phoebe? <laughs> By the way, is there, is, there a, <laughs> right. is there a bathroom and is there a fridge downstairs? There is. Downstairs? There's a bathroom and a fridge downstairs. And a fridge. And what's yeah. in the fridge? I'm just thinking there's survival. Beer the fridge, yeah. and there's, so there's yeah. beer. Yeah. Television? Lots of yeah, beer? I was well taken care of. I wouldn't have had no food. Actually, I would have had uh, freezies from the freezer. <laughs> freezies? Freezies, beer, and was I have a television. Was there enough beer for four days? No. No. <laughs> No, there was not. For, was, there have, buff, there there was, beer, was there enough beer for me for four days? Yes. yes. <laughs> See, I get the feeling Rod Smith baby could get locked in the basement for four days, and as long as there was beer, he'd be fine. Well, I'm I looking also, forward to your script. That's all. <laughs> hey, James, I have a question. If we're talking about the week that was, yes, Lester, what happened with the rug and the green juice? Uh, so, question. Oh, that's right. the the question is right now. She always have to repeat Nothing. the question. Mm-hmm. She hasn't mentioned it. Really? So I actually, when I came out of the finger doctor place today, I went to, there was a Walmart next door. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going back to that rug store we talked about. No. And I, I saw the, the you tweet saw the you sent, the post you sent me, by the way. <laughs> Stay out of those places, Lester. Lester was at a rug store. We don't I talk about that. I was at a rug store. I was just at a place by one. had a rug store, yes. So I went into Walmart and I bought like a... a I tried to get some semblance of the color scheme, and buy was like, I don't know, 19 bucks. Probably about a thousand less than she paid for it. I was going to say, Walmart has them for under 5K, right? (laughs) So, my my intention now is to try to slide it in, 
It's only, you know, a four by six rug. It's a little rug, right? Yeah. And and just see what happens. She hasn't okay. noticed? She really hasn't noticed? Well, she may have noticed, but it, we've hasn't been so busy, anything. she hasn't said anything can to I, me. Can I suggest something? That right. her not noticing, not saying anything, <clears throat> is kind of like saying, oh, don't buy me anything. Oh. <laughs> right. She knows. Oh, she knows. <laughs> well, the, I, you know, I looked out the window. We had so lot, quite a lot of snow where I live, and they, there's just like about... Uh, about two inches of the rug still sticking out of the snow, you know, like a murdered hand from a date <laughs> from a Dateline episode. Keith Morrison, hang on. <laughs> so I need to go out and bury the rest. Well, of you it, better so. because it's supposed to warm up, right? right. So that uh, snow might. Uh, I'll update you. I want to slide it in tonight and just see. She will notice because she is good at this stuff. She's mm-hmm. kind of got the designer thing going. So uh, no, I I've gotten through it so far. Nice. Fascinating. Good for you. Uh, we should probably do fandom. Our good friends at fandom. The fandom question last week was, we just came off of the, the Lou Marsh Award. So we asked, uh, the, the big debate was Joey Votto or mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby. And so we asked people that question. And the final results were, 64% said Sidney Crosby should have won. 36% said Joey Votto should Typical. have won. Typical. Mm-hmm. Rod, we never had you on the pod last week. Uh, you, you were saying Sidney Crosby? No, Joey Votto. By the way, thanks for the... Uh, test. Oh, yeah, that, what about the... Virtue and Moria thing. I really appreciate <laughs> that. Okay, so, so, so Rachel Homan mm-hmm. can be voted on as she is part of a team, but right. she can be voted on, but Tessa Virtue and Scott Moria can't. That doesn't make sense. Well, they could win Team of the Year, I guess. They, right. I so think, two people can win Team of the Year, but Rachel Holman can win Athlete I know. of the Year. I, Part of a four-person uh, team. Yeah. Well, but do I you mean, ever think of a curling team as one person? No, you never do. To your point, I mean, Gary Wallace. Yeah, but you could. You Sidney could, Crosby and Joey Votto are part of a team as well, right? Right, so but but you have more to say, individual uh, aspects who to is, hockey yeah, and that. Who thing carried Virtue and Moyer? Who was better right. of the two? Like who deserves the you know Tessa for sure? Yeah. So that's who I tried to get votes for because I'm. Uh, Here are some of the answers. Uh, Camper23 says, I feel like sometimes the hockey guys get discounted a bit when it comes to this award, like they need to do something absolutely out of this world for it to garner attention. I would agree with that. Um, Simply Hammy, if Crosby doesn't win, it's like the LeBron effect. Every year he should be MVP, but you give the award to the better story, not the better player. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to give a book to Simply Hammy. That's a solid answer. It's a good argument. That's and a good we argument. didn't want to just have jokes. Now, this is funny. I just wanted to read this because I think this guy was on fandom and thought he was texting his wife or something. Uh, Dave Goss, 81, says, Hey, I'm just getting back from my car and going out of the house. <laughs> it, it, it got zero, zero votes. Zero votes? But I was almost going to give him a book it. because I quite enjoyed it. That's funny. <laughs> Same from Brian in Pensacola. Uh, I, I guess from the States, Brian says, why are all the candidates from Canada? Damn Northern bias. Yeah. The Lou Morsh yeah. award. That is strange for Canada's athlete. Canada's athlete. Canada's athlete. I don't quite get very, that. Very yes. shocking. I think he was being funny. I like yeah. that. Um, Let's hope. Haygood says, like trying to decide whether to remove the legendary Rod Smith recaps or the baby making tones of Lester. Not fair for Canadians to judge. Wow. Just too hard. That's, that's, wow. I, I enjoyed there you that. Go. Uh, How about it, that, it, Lester? You know what? It, you can't remove those baby making sounds that you make. So, well, I, well, quite I'm, frankly, that's you're making willing, a baby making sound right I'm, now. I'm willing to bow out. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Imagine if Lester and Rod Smith Baby collaborated on a, uh, you know, sexy kind of R and B tune. Like a, like I can't a, sing as, as you've heard like before. A Marvin Gaye type. Well, Marvin Gaye or a Lou yeah. Rawls kind of. Yeah. You never find. Oh wow. Yeah, you, wait, wait, we're gonna do something right now. Give me a little. When I cue you, just give me a yeah, baby. You know what I mean? So here we go. 
Yeah, baby, I'm not much of a singer. I like to think of myself as a bringer. A bringer of what? That's up to you. Ah. Uh, I have nothing else. I have nothing else to give you. Except but, this voice. <laughs> but my love. Okay, now, <laughs> now, do, now do a little bit of... Keep going. Now do a little bit of Bane being sexy. Oh, but we... Just one more time never, for me. Never it tiring. never gets old never for tiring. me. One more time. Okay. Just Bane being sexy. It it's not tiring. Okay. Bane in a seductive voice. Oh, yes, baby. Oh, yes. Perhaps you're wondering what's behind the mask. <laughs> I tell you, that is winner every time. You can say Bane gets old, but you, get old. I would watch a hour weekly show of you just doing Bane. Agreed. In different things. Thank you. Well, listen, Bump does a good Bane. Too. We, as I say, we had a Bane competition yeah. at Grey Cup. Uh, Mike Sweeney takes a shot at me. So Duffy voted for the guy that not a single Canadian saw play this year. Hope your invoice for that one, Rod Smith, baby, would have. Yes, he would have. Mike <laughs> Darn <Sweeney>. right. <laughs> so what? Who did, you voted for somebody that what? Uh, that nobody watched all year. He's saying that Joey Votto. I voted for Votto, so he's saying that nobody watched Votto play all year because he was on he a crappy had, team. Yeah, he had a great like, year. One of the top five baseball seasons of all time. Here you go, Nate Steph. Too Votto was one of the greatest statistical seasons in baseball history. Constantly overlooked because he plays in a small market right. in a sport out of Canada spotlight for the most part. Nate Steph. Too. I'm going to give you a book, and because you argued the Votto side quite well, and uh, who was the other person I said I'd give a vote to? Uh, Simply Hammy. Simply handy. So there's our two winners this week. Thank you for everybody uh, who again wrote in. Download the Fandom Sports app. Sorry, Lester, we're going to get you in a second. I got to do my sponsorship thing. Download the Fandom Sports app. I got sent another jersey this week. My friends at Adidas. Now, I, I keep begging them to send me other teams outside of the Leafs because we. It's all Leafs? Really? Well, so far, they've promised they will do so during the year, but they sent me that 100th anniversary Toronto Arena's uh, mm-hmm. sweater. So we're going to give that away on the podcast next time. So for this question, I guess, which we didn't come up with, so we're going to have to wing it. Another historic, live on the podcast, we're going to come up with a fandom question. Does it have to be a sports one? Well, kind of. What are you going to say? Why don't you say, we could uh, come up with two Christmas movies and say what's a... Better Christmas movie? Christmas 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 vacation? No, No, I have the question. Oh, he's got one. Listen to this. Are Are you ready? Okay. Die Hard. Christmas a lot movie of people or not. say Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. I don't see it as a Christmas movie. My thing is yes or no. Die Hard Christmas movie, yes or no? I, the only thing is I've seen that debate eighteen thousand times on mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right? I, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the fandom people. Do you think they they want us to do a sports? Are there sports Christmas movies? All right. Here's another one. Who is <laughs> Sarah Lesky's father? <laughs> That's not a sport either. Dear serious, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, right now I'm trying to think of Lester when, Newman yeah. or Rod Smith Baby. I don't think there is any sports <laughs> Christmas movies. No. I was going to say a sports. There might be Christmas. sports within a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what were you going to uh, say, Rod? Well, I was. No, I was, I'm having the same struggle with a, like a sports Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like you know which was which was better, Home Alone one or Home Alone two. Um, I watched Home Alone two on the weekend. That is uh, an oh, extremely it, violent film. Yeah. Yeah, that really no, gave, yeah, if my you, kids, my kids love Home Alone. The, and Home Alone yeah. too. Okay, I liked Home Alone too, but I will say this, and I said this on Twitter. Uh, what's his? What the kid's name? Kevin. Kevin. Mm-hmm. The things he does to the two burglars in that one extended scene uh, in his uncle's house or mm-hmm. whatever the hell yep, it is. Yep, his uncle's house. Is, oh, wait, that's Home Alone. One. No, no okay. Home Alone oh, two. Lost in New York. York. Lost, Lost New York. York. Okay. 
It's basically a Saw movie. (laughs) (laughs) That kid, and then someone told me on Twitter that there is a theory out there that Kevin grew up to be the Saw killer. (laughs) He he does nine things that would kill those people. He's essentially... Their head on fire? He's a psychopathic murderer. They would have died a lot of times. Right? A lot of times. Falling like three stories through that hole. Yeah. Yeah. And he throws like 20 bricks at their heads. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is yeah. that a Quaid? Oh no! It's no. So it's, in which uh, movie did you feel Daniel? Most? Oh yeah, Stern. Dan, Daniel yeah. Stern. Like he was dead yeah. like four times at the beginning. <laughs> so, which movie did you feel most sorry for Joe Pesci? That one or Goodfellas? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be made. Remember? Yeah, yeah. 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 he took I a know. beating. Yeah. He took no, a beating. I think, I think oh, Home Alone no. is worse. Then <laughs> he gets shot in the head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've gone astray here. You've heard so. Uh, there's no sports. Well, Christmas how about how about this question? Uh, when the Patriots won this weekend, I was disappointed because uh, I hate covering. Every time I cover the Super Bowl, every time Rod covers the Super Bowl, it's somebody else. Every time I cover the Super Bowl, it's the Patriots. I think five of my six or four of my five have been Patriots Super Bowls. Really? I've done two. Okay. And but they lost both times to the Giants. You've had variety. I think I've done four wins for the Patriots. So do you like Dynasty or do you like Parody? I know that's a kind of a big, boring question in sports, but is that a worthy fandom question? Yeah, I like yeah, that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Dynast- I like Dynasty. Dynasty I, I or Parrot. I don't because mind uh, eventually the dynasties run out, and, and we, right. will, we will remember the dynasties for a lot longer than we will. Like, I, I think now, for example, um, people, some people might have been tired when Tiger Woods was winning all the time. People would love to see Tiger Woods mm-hmm. win again yeah, because yeah. he won so often before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas he'd won, I don't know, the 2002 Masters and nothing else. No one's going to be pining to see his... Dominic, yeah, that's one example. But I, I, I sometimes sometimes dynasties you hate them at the time, but later on, twenty years from now, you look back and say, "Wow, they were good." You won't be talking about a team that you know. Gotcha. The Atlanta Falcons last year had they won. Right. I like Dynasty too, but I'm sick of the Patriots. Here's I'm, what I'm going to do, Lester. I'm going to put the diehard. I'm going to ask Nick, our buddy at Fanman, to put up the diehard question and this sports question, and we'll give away stuff for both. With the best answer from either one, we'll get the Leafs' 100th anniversary jersey. Okay. Very good. I was going to say as well, if you want to give away a couple of copies of Lester McLean and mostly Acapella Christmas. Right. Is with, the Rubber Boots Guy song on there? It is not, though. Will it be on next year's edition? Well, 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 it's a Christmas record, so no. Is the <laughs> <laughs> You need a Rubber Boots Christmas version, right? <laughs> is Sexy Bane on there? Sexy Bane's definitely going to be. Sexy Bane's going to be in everything I do. Could, it should be. <laughs> You'd be stupid not to. <laughs> you should change your name. One of your bands... Should be called. You should change the name of the uh, the, the, the ghetto blasters or what are they called? Grooveyard. Gro- <laughs> Groove diggers. Bone diggers. Bone diggers. <laughs> you should change like a pretty good name, change huh? Grooveyard to Sexy Bane. Sexy Bane. Come sexy yes. Bane playing Come tonight. Listen to the Sexy Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's all you need to hear. Actually, it's got to be more. Come and listen to the Sexy Bane. <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, this podcast is going to be four hours long. It's going to be like one of those Joe Rogan podcasts. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I saw something, Lester. Uh, this should be, I guess this should be things that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. January 30th. Two nights after the Grammys at the theater at MSG, Sam Smith, Miley Cyrus, Chris Martin, etc., to honor Elton Ron. Oh, no, sorry. Honor Elton John. <laughs> Why isn't Elton Ron on the bill to honor Elton John since that's what you do every night is honor Elton John? That's a very good question. 
Yeah. So anyway, I thought you might want to pay attention to that or get... We do have to have Ron on. Well, yeah, we will. Anytime. So sometime in the new year. You know what? Honestly, they're, they're, we're gearing up. There's a lot of stuff going on next year. Lots of travel. So yeah, I mean, okay. it'll be great. Okay. He'd love to come on. Anyway, I thought of you when I saw that. Appreciate it. That's all I really had for things that I saw on Twitter. That's everything. That's everything that's on Twitter. You, that's all right. you know what's exciting is I didn't have a dream this week. And so uh, I was going to let the idrinkcoffee.com or friends at idrinkcoffee.com sponsor something else like the Rod Smith recap. And then Rod Smith baby comes strutting into the studio as he always does. You mean I could have had a sponsor in the recap? Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> and Roddy says, I have a dream. So let's get to dreams. So baby, dry your eyes. Save all the tears you're crying. that's what dreams are made of. Dreams is sponsored by idrinkcoffee.com, the place for specialty coffee in Canada. Still a few days left before Christmas. By the time you're listening to this, it might be Thursday, it might be Friday, it might be the weekend. Uh, but even after Christmas for New Year's. You know, we used to have something in our family called the New Year's guinea pig. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what happened was when my mom was a little kid, uh, the granddad ordered all the uh, presents, my grandfather, through the uh, Sears catalog, mm-hmm. and they didn't come in time. And so he had no Christmases, no presents at Christmas. And so he invented this thing called the New Year's guinea pig, and all the presents came at New Year's, and that's a tradition we carried on in our family. Didn't make a lot of sense. I remember lying in my bed when I was 10 years old going, how could a <laughs> guinea pig be bringing me a present? <laughs> but, As opposed to a big fat guy with a beard coming down the chimney. That made sense, right? <laughs> more you don't have more sense than a guinea pig. <laughs> delivers presents all although, the way around the world. <laughs> although, did you watch, uh, what was the story, a hammy hamster? When yeah. you were a kid, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, there was there was a guinea pig there, uh, yeah. JP, 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 the guinea pig. He rolled around in a boat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not really accurate. Well, he did. He had a little boat. He, he had did. a little motorboat, and that boat was full of presents. Right. Yeah. That's right. To me, Hammy Hamster is right up there with uh, like Littlest Tobo. Hammy Hamster doesn't get the credit it deserves. No, it doesn't. They probably filmed that in some guy's like basement. This is amazing. The last two weeks, you did Hammy Hamster, the Beachcombers. Beachcombers. Bring back Hammy Hamster. Let's start that campaign. All right? Um, And for all the kids out there, Google it. It's good television. (laughs) Idrinkcoffee.com, the place for specialty coffee in Canada. So order something for your loved one. Order an espresso machine. Um, Slavic said it's been nuts this year, mostly because of the pod. Business is up 1,700%. It's like Bitcoin. It's gone through the roof. Wow. (laughs) Did you see the Bitcoin thing? Um, yeah, the guy selling Bitcoin? <laughs> I put it on Twitter. Now, somebody told me it might have been a fake story from like one of those Onion sites, but uh, whether it was or not, some guy in New York said that he, um, he uh, sold a million dollars worth of fake Bitcoins on the streets in New York. Yeah. They were Chuck E. Cheese coins. That's right. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. How many tangents have we gone on today, Bob? More than the usual that More when you come on. I apologize. So he sold Chuck E. Cheese coins. Yeah, and a, that was hilarious. It's, if it's true, it's hilarious. It's amazing. Anyway, it's time for dreams, and uh, our good buddy Roddy had a dream. Share with us. I don't often remember my dreams, so when I do, do you ever have one where you just wake up from it like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was one I had just a few days ago. I was uh, invited by our colleague Nabil Kareem over to his place to mm-hmm. watch a game, and I get there. He's you think Rod Smith, baby, has a mansion. 
Nabil's house goes on forever. Endless rooms, all beautifully decorated. This right. is a palace. Is he wearing his fancy, one of those fancy no, no, suits he, he wears he, on the air? He was wearing a suit. He was. I mean, I, I, and for all I know, I had a suit on as well, which made the next part even stranger when he said, do you want to play mini sticks? Do you want to play mini sticks? So we went... <laughs> To his bar, <laughs> and his bar is as big as a like it, like a regular sports bar. It had big screen TVs, like a fully stocked bar, and a little mini stick mini stick arena. And his son, he's got a young son, came along. Very cute, yeah, to to, to play as well. And uh, so we we're gonna play mini sticks. And he said, uh, "Do you want a whiskey? How about a whiskey?" And I said. Uh, <laughs> Sure, and how about a cigar? How about a cigar? So he's giving me a cigar, and he's giving me a whiskey. And I've had a whiskey at a Christmas party with Nabil, so maybe I don't know what goes on in the brain. Anyway, so um, we're doing that, and then he lights up another cigar, and he gives it to his son. And I'm looking, and I'm 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 thinking, okay, this doesn't seem appropriate. Feels here. like something Puffy would do. Well, I was. <laughs> so I'm I'm saying to him, are you sure that this is cool? And is his son? I, I didn't see in my dream if his son actually, you know. Started smoking the cigar, but uh, he just looked at me and goes, oh, no problem at all. Not a problem, dude. No problem at all. Anyway, so I hear a woman coming in, Helen calling his name. No, it wasn't Helen. I didn't, I didn't really get a good look at, uh, it was his wife, and she is coming in, and he quickly, do you remember the movie Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell and Mike Ditka? Yep. And you remember they were having a, a cigar in his room, and his wife came in really mad because she smelled cigar, and Ditka quickly gave it to Will Ferrell. Like, he just dished it off, right. and he was yelling at her like, I'm not, I'm not smoking this. Anyway. He does this, he gives me uh, his cigar, and just as she comes in and sees her son with a cigar. And she said, basically, like, who the hell gave him a cigar? And he's looking at me, all innocent, looks back at her. <laughs> I've got two cigars. And she just said, get out of my house. And that was the end of the dream. <laughs> that was... And I woke That's up from that awesome. thing. What on earth? Like, how, how does this happen? But anyway, wow. I don't know. Who does so. that to Rod Smith? Baby? I know, nobody. <laughs> nobody says. I thought it was going to go a different direction. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, she asked Nabil to leave. <laughs> no, no, she asked and me to leave. And then gave Roddy the no. full tour. But that's real life Roddy. Yeah. 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 Not yeah, dreams, I was say. Roddy. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't, you, Rod Smith's baby's dreams. You don't want any part of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> I do. Personally. Uh, thank you, Roddy, for filling in on dreams this week. And thank you for coming. Yeah, um, no, my pleasure. You know, we're going we're gonna to call Jonathan Pitra in, in just a second. Uh, but first, I wanted to say to you guys, um, Merry Christmas. Thank you for Merry all Christmas. that you've contributed you. to the pod this year. Lester, <laughs> mention you by name. <laughs> Twice. You've been fantastic. Uh, Rod you. Baby, you continue to be the franchise. No, the franchise uh, Jane, of I just my wanna, girlfriend's I, dreams. I just want to say that I've learned to really enjoy listening to the podcast other than the Rod Smith recap, which is astounding to me. And I, I uh, You used to think, just fast forward to oh, that Oh, I just used to listen to the recap and then, yeah. you know, maybe do reaction and anything else, but no. I'm, yeah, anyway, no, uh, you guys... Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, yeah, and uh, yeah, and keep it going. This is this is a lot of fun. Thank you for Bump for dropping by whenever yeah, needed, yeah, and uh, and most of all, thank you to Staff who works yeah. his ass off to put Man, this together. Gotta give Staff save, save Man, that guy. This what? is going to be this is an editing nightmare. By the way, isn't it? <laughs> this is a disaster. And to Staff's wife, uh, Vicky, was it Vicky? Nicole. 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 <laughs> You're great, though. Uh, Stop's wife, Nicole, who's, who's, who's the MVP. <laughs> it started with a story of Puffy and losing cookies, and we have found ours, right? <laughs> right. So, um, oh, how did I not see uh, We wanted to end. We have a lot of foolery on this show. Uh, it's idiotic. We thank you so much for listening, and we hope we give you an escape every week. But we wanted to end with something uh, 
very upbeat for the Christmas season. And uh, if you followed us on TSN, you know of our relationship with Jonathan Pitra, who suffers from a, a very rare skin disease called epidermolosis bullosa. And basically from the time he is born, his entire body, uh, they call them butterfly children. Uh, their skin is essentially like a butterfly. It's that fragile. And so every aspect of his body from birth, uh, even to touch it, would would cut open. And so your entire body is covered with blisters and cuts, including your throat. It hurts. He's been in pain every single day of his life. Even eating hurts him. And so I guess about... Two years ago, they've been looking for something. There's no cure for epidermolosis bullosa, but there's some experimental treatments uh, that have been going underway in Minnesota at the hospital down there. And so Tina, Jonathan's mom, who's a true hero in this, has been with him uh, throughout this and uh, has never had a vacation, never really had a day off uh, because tending to Jonathan has, has been his, her entire life. And so she explored this. They've gone down to Minnesota to go through a stem cell transplant. She basically, uh, the stem cells come from Tina, go into Jonathan. The hope is that they will take to the body and that he will grow new skin and never be 100% normal like the rest of us, but have some degree of an existence where he's not in pain all the time. The first one failed last year, but they were able to get funding to do a second one. And the second one worked. Now, that sounds like a traditional happy ending, but it doesn't always work that way. Uh, There's been a lot of complications. And Jonathan has been mostly in the hospital and sometimes in really bad shape for most of the last six months or so. He's been down in Minnesota now for a year and a half, but has been in bad shape for a while. But over the past couple of months, he's really started to improve uh, to the point where he's now out of hospital and starting to grow new skin and incredible things are happening. So um, Andrew Duffy does a great job updating Jonathan's situation in the Ottawa Citizen. Uh, But Jonathan, I don't think has really spoken to anyone since then. So we thought for Christmas, we'd love to have Jonathan on, talk about how he's doing, talk about hockey a little bit because he loves hockey as well and some of the other interests in his life. So uh, we're going to call Jonathan Pitra. Absolutely thrilled to be joined by my good buddy, Jonathan Pitra. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Now, how are you is a question we use at the start of every conversation we have, basically, in humanity, but I, I really mean it with you, those three words. How are you? I am doing good, I believe. Yeah? Um, I've been getting steadily stronger and stronger, and... Um, like yesterday, we went to the hospital and um, I got some platelets and red blood cells. My hemoglobin was below eight. Right. Um, but aside from that, I'm feeling better than I have in a long time, to be honest. Oh, that is so great um, to hear. And you, you know, you sound yeah. you sound really good. Thank you. Yeah, like I've been waking up early enough. I'm not needing as many after today anymore. Actually, I, I don't even think I had one, uh, maybe one, in the last week. Oh, that's great. Um, like, I wake up between 7 and 9.30, usually. And I still go to bed at a pretty decent time. Um, I'm starting to, I'm really working hard on getting better. And some of the things that I've been working on are, like, eating, 
because of all the gut rest I had to do, which then I couldn't eat or anything, and even with how my outside was destroyed by the whole process, right. I had to reclaim myself how to eat again. So, like, things that were the easiest to eat, like crackers and stuff like that, were hard. So I'm slowly, like, trying to retrain my throat to eat different things. Um, but it keeps, like, getting stuck, and so it's a slow process, but I'm getting steadily better. My appetite is coming back pretty big, um, so we're pretty proud of that. So hopefully that will give me some more energy to heal. Um, so my energy is up. I'm eating better. Um, I had hurt my back a while back in the hospital, right. and it's finally healed. Um, and I don't mean, like, injured, uh, like, with movement. I meant, like, I had done something in my physiotherapy, and I hurt myself. So I had a hard time with my back for a long time. And now I'm just having to retrain my body to, you know, be more mobile again. So, like, actually, um, a big milestone for us, for me, um, I think it was... Two days ago, mm-hmm. and for the first time since we've come back, and for the first time in a long time, instead of taking my wheelchair to walk somewhere, I walked with mom. Oh, that's um, amazing. So we went from the truck to the, um, I mean, from our apartment to the truck and back, and I only had to take one little uh, breather, and that was like halfway through the first. Um, the first part of the walk, and I only stopped for maximum five seconds. Wow. Um, I can't, I have trouble walking, like, without holding anything. But when I hold mom's hand or both of her hands, like, I'm able to put a little more support on her so that I don't have to use my core muscles as much, like my abs and stuff, because it completely destroyed the strength I had from there. So I'm like, I'm really pushing it. So I had that milestone, and then today um, uh, I walked from the car to breakfast and breakfast to the car again. So I'm we're really working hard. Like I'm soon going to be able to start actual physio again. And so I'm hoping that by the time I get home, I'll be a completely new person. That's just amazing, and I, I think I, I think we, uh, we you know we've all been cheering for you so hard here, and I know it was a, a a year full of ups and downs and a lot of downs where you scared us a few times. But the other thing that your mom told me is that there is new skin growing that the um, yep. that you're starting to see that you've even can leave some of the bandages off some of the areas. That must feel really amazing. Yeah, actually, that's probably one of the craziest things that's happened since, well, forever, really. Um, like, first, uh, I'll talk about, like, the skin growth. Um, a lot of wounds that would never heal are now finally starting to heal and scab, which is really different for us. Um, my back is still an issue just because it, the area is so large, right? Right. It takes so much energy, so it prevents, like, you know, other wounds from healing often. Um, but, like, the bottom of my uh, body, like, my legs, from, like, I mean, my feet to my knees, um, 
they're pretty, they're pretty nice. Like some of the biggest wounds on those legs are now like gone. And because of all the wounds that were there and the scarring, my skin was always like really red there. It's actually finally starting to return to like a normal-ish color. What does it feel like to look down and see that? Uh, uh, I still can't believe it. Sometimes I think I'm wearing someone else's leg, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. And so like when you see me initially, you, you look at my legs and you're like, oh my God, did he like lose a bunch of weight? <laughs> but really it's not that. It's just the bandages aren't there as much anymore. So it's really encouraging, to be honest. So the bottom of the body, um, like my legs, are pretty much all open. There's just a few spots where we're able to just put a something called a cell transfer, um, which is just kind of like a little protection. But aside from that, like we don't need to put the whole the whole bandages that we were putting. Like, and even then, it's just a few spots here and there. So like, it's it's encouraging for sure. You've done so much to educate people about epidermolosis bullosa. Um, but we still have a lot of questions and a, a, a lot of people, I get asked about you all the time. People want to know how you're doing. And they, they ask me about this stem cell transplant and what is, uh, what is the possibility for you? Could you be able to, uh, will you have completely normal skin? Is that possible or will it just get a lot better? Uh, you know, what's the ultimate hope for you? As much as we have some expectations or, you know, some things that we're hoping for, really, I think that the options are limitless, to be honest. Um, like, I'm not saying that I'll be completely free of EV because the stem cell transplant isn't a, an actual cure. A cure would mean that my body would return to a complete normal like. You know, I'll still have the damage that has affected my body will still be there. Like, the nerves that have been damaged, um, all of my, like, pain sensory kind of thing um, are all a little out of whack. Like, even though my legs, and if you look at my body, it's so much better than it was, the pain is still pretty much as strong as it was, and that's, I think it has something to do with um, ghost pain, although it's not because I lost my limbs, and mostly just because I've been in pain so long that my body has kind of, you know, muscle memory? Well, it almost seems like it has pain memory. So there's three different ways. So there's first, you know, the healing, which will help, of course. And then there's the nerve the nerve damage, which will slowly repair itself. It will never be completely repaired, but it can get better. And then the last but not least, definitely the hardest one, is how to rewire your brain almost to make it realize that it it doesn't have to be in pain all the time. Because you've basically been in pain since the, you know, your earliest memory, right? At 24-7. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think I've been born. Yeah. Hey, most important so, question. Uh, is there a, a best case date for you going home and back to Ottawa and seeing Gibson? And I know that's been mm-hmm. your thought ever since you got to Minnesota. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
the best case scenario, uh, we slowly started talking about, you know, the option of what we're going to do next and how, when are we going to be able to get home. So we're, th- we're thinking possibly, depending on how everything goes, um, early this year coming, I mean. Okay. Uh, we're thinking maybe February. Wow. Depending on if we can find, um, if everything goes or, uh, well, you know. So that's the best case scenario, being able to go home and be able to be followed in um, the general hospital or CHIA or even if the kids in Toronto, like, we're still talking because it's not here yet, right? There's still many, many things that can happen between here and there. But we're slowly starting to make it friends. And so there's many options. So, of course, it's going to be difficult to figure out the right one. But um, I think I'm confident that things are heading in the right direction. Well, that, that's amazing. It's giving us a lot of hope. Yeah, your mom has said this is the most positive it's been since uh, since you went down there. Uh, look, it, I, I promised your mom I wouldn't keep you too long, but I do have a couple, some rapid-fire questions for you, okay, about, I know where you get sick of talking about your condition all the time, so I want to know a couple things. Kyle Turris, you were very upset when Kyle Turris got traded. Have you been following him in Nashville? Oh, of course, and just to get one thing straight, though, I wasn't upset that he left. I was just sad because he was such a a good fit in Ottawa. We've kept in touch ever since we met. Um, still to today, he's been the player who's kept in touch with me the most, and we've become good friends. And it's not that I'm upset he left; it's just you know he was close to home, and um, but I'm super happy for him. He's going to have a great opportunity in Nashville for sure. He's, He's already proven that he's a great fit with like pulling a game nearly. Yeah, um, they've been. They've been, he's he's been great. And yeah, a few other good players. You know, when you put good players with other good players, good things can happen. So I'm really really happy for him. And I'm not upset that he left. It's just you know, it's like when a friend is leaving, right? Right. You're always a little sad, but. I'm very much more happy for him than I am sad. Now, quickly, I know you I haven't had a, a yeah. I know you haven't a chance to watch much hockey, but are you worried about your Senators? A little. <laughs> We've been struggling this year, so I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. But I'm still following as well as much, uh, sorry, as much as I can. You know, we still have a few teams that are in the. The playoffs, and I know the playoffs are a long way from now, but it's so encouraging to see that so many teams are doing well, right? Yeah. And at the same time, um, I'm definitely following Nationals closely for my friend DJ Shuban and Kyle Turris, of course. <laughs> so, and Nationals doing well, so that's very good. Yeah, that's Hopefully great. Hopefully for Turris, you know, he may have a chance at the Cup. <laughs> uh, so, um, it's exciting. Now, I know that you've had, a lot of people know you just because of being on TSN and, and for me that you're a big Senators fan and a big hockey fan, but you have so many other interests in life and you've had some really cool things happen to you 
You've got to meet some really cool people. I know you're a big fan of Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy writer, yeah. that you read his books all the time. I know you're a big fan of The Flash, the show. And yes, Now, tell me the coolest moment maybe you've had with one of these people contacting you during your time in hospital. Oh, goodness. Oh, this is a tough question. <laughs> um... Uh, I guess one of the coolest things, because you know me, I have a hard time choosing favorites. Right. So, um, one cool moment, though, definitely was receiving a video from um, the Flash's, you know, team. Um, <clears throat> it was totally unexpected, but the circumstances and what it happened was just really incredible. It, it's cool, so yeah. that was definitely one of the coolest moments, but... There's been a lot of cool moments this year, even though there's been a lot of hardships. There's also been a lot of good, and so I'm really, I, I'm sorry I can't answer better than that for this question. No, but your answers are a all... A lot of things have happened that has been very cool. Your answers are all perfect. Listen, buddy, I'm going to let you go. I, I thank you so much for talking to me, and I'm, I'm oh, just no we're, we're, talking to you guys. We're all so happy how good you're feeling. And now, if you're still down there in February, I'm coming down to the Super Bowl in Minnesota, so I'll come visit you. Oh, if you're, awesome. I'll come visit you if you're still there. But I'm also kind of hoping you'll already you'll be home already with your dog Gibson and uh, back where you belong. Mm-hmm. I sent your mom a video of my dog that I think you'll get a good laugh of, okay, from Buddha. Oh, yeah. So listen, I'm going to let you go. Uh, we love you, and Thanks. keep getting better. Um, maybe pass the phone over to your mom just for a quick sec, okay? Yeah, sounds good, and thank you all for your support. Okay. I definitely felt every one of you guys. Okay, thank you, Johnny. Thank you. I'm passing you along now. Hello. Hey, Tina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? He sounds amazing. Oh, he is amazing. <laughs> well, we knew that part, but he, <laughs> he sounds so upbeat, and the progress report he gave us was incredible. Well, you know what? He's He's been working really hard, and I mean, things are looking up. I mean, definitely, he has been very unpredictable until now, but he just fights and just puts one foot in front of the other and just blows me away every single time. He's just that amazing young man that he's become, right? Yeah, and, you know, he has, and but he, I always think that you're kind of almost the overlooked one in this story, that your entire life has been sleeping on a, a chair next to him for the last, basically, year and a half, and to find, I know there was some really dark times in there, but to see the skin growing, to see him able to walk across the parking lot, as he described, it must be just incredible for you. It really is. I mean, just seeing how, at times, how sick he, he was and not knowing, you know, when that tide would turn or, you know, what, what was the future going to hold for him and stuff and seeing how well he's doing now and just, he's so, I mean, he's determined, he's resilient and, I mean, just very uh, determined to be able to get better and start walking again and just, I mean, he wants to walk Gibson and that's, you know what, if that's the goal he has to put in his mind to keep going, well then, Gibson it is. I mean, it's been a tough journey for him and for me as well. I mean, we've lived it together. I lived it as a mom, but I mean, I was by his side when, you know, for the bad, the, the good times, the bad times, and the ugly times, you know, like, it's just nice to possibly be over that and just start focusing on returning back home with a much healthier kid on my hands and just <laughs> like at this point, just trying to see what 
the potential of everything that can bring his future. I mean, you know, just having to get back into school and just just being able to concentrate and not being in that much pain anymore. I mean, that's going to be life-changing for my family, and I just can't wait. Well, we can't wait for it as well. Although, I told Johnny that I'm coming down for Super Bowl in, uh, at the beginning of February, so if you're still there then, uh, I'm going to invade your apartment again. But uh, oh, That's quite fine, and I'm very close to the stadium. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll shack up. We'll bring the whole crew down. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, listen, you thanks for doing this. Uh, 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 my love to you guys for Christmas, and uh, I hope to see you in February, but I also kind of hope that you're getting close to being on your way home by then. Thank you. Okay, take we care. We are, too. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So how great was that? Oh, he's amazing. Unbelievable. He's, he's unbelievable. An, he's an inspiration, and I'm glad you mentioned his mother, too, because and I don't know her. I've never met her. I've just seen the story that, that you did, the TSN did mm-hmm. a few years ago. Uh, but if that doesn't define a mother's love, I don't know what does. And he is such a brave young man. I, I, I really hope he is fully recovering. In- incredible. And, and even the stem cell process for her, right, is not No, it's painful. Like, no, it's she painful doesn't even mention her. that. Like, she is the that, single... something, right? Like, she's the toughest person I've ever met. And, you know, you wonder about these things like fate. You know, did, did, did she become this because of Jonathan? Mm-hmm. Or was Jonathan given her as a mother... You know, this toughest person you could possibly imagine because of the condition he was in. And, uh, you know, I don't know what everybody believes, but it's it, it's amazing that these two people came together because they're, they're really something else. At, at, at this time of year, too, I mean, you, yeah. you listen to him, you you understand what he's been through, what his mom's been through. And, you know, not to say that you, you, you I mean, you obviously, you feel for them, but it also makes you look at your own life, too, and say, listen... You know, some of the little itty bitty problems we have are the not significant. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. not significant at all. You know, it's so true. And uh, he's the single most inspirational person in my life. All the people we've given books to on the pod, you'll notice the inscription in the front of the book is for Jonathan. Um, it, it's rare that a person. We're, we're lucky in this business. I've said this rod often is we get to meet people like this sometimes just right. through you know tours that come into TSN or the things we do. And it, it's rare that someone can actually change your life. And I really feel like he did. Um, and he's, he's just, just an unbelievable, unbelievable kid. Uh, Ross Rayom and Devin Burns, the photographer, Ross was a producer, did that piece, um, on the butterfly child produced it. They did the vast majority of the work on it and they've stayed great friends with Tina and Jonathan and have gone down there. Uh, they're working on a documentary that will eventually wow. be put out about, uh, about Jonathan's life. And hopefully that has this unbelievable happy ending. Where he gets to go home with his, uh, we have the same dog. He's got a, a Boston Terrier named Gibson who's uh, he's really the love of his life and he just can't wait to get home and hang out with this dog again. So um, that was fantastic to have him on. And once again, thank you all you guys for coming. And to all you for listening all year long, we'll take a little break. Puffy and I will probably crank one of these babies out from the World Juniors at some point. Maybe we'll get Bob McKenzie on and, and do it with a couple of Mick Alters from a hotel room. But have a fantastic holiday season. Thank you again for listening. Thank you to Fandom and iDrinkCoffee.com for sponsoring. And we'll see you in 2018 on the Rubber Boots Pod. Oh, here comes the song one more time. Hey. How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. 
Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV, but I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me. Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? This is the part they call the bridge A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank at the fair? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? The dunk tank, the dunk tank at the fair. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Eh? Eh? Anyone?